welcome back to the Collapsia Podcast. If you're new here, I'm Sydney, your host, and today I wanted to talk about the idea of detachment and letting go of the outcome of a certain situation. And what led me here today is a very, dare I say, traumatic experience I underwent. Uh, courtesy of Greyhound Buses, do not book with Greyhound, do not. Trust me on one thing, and if that one thing is this, Greyhound sucks, and they deserve the electric chair. I didn't say that, but I did. But I but I didn't say that, but I did. But I did. Um, but there's something new about today's episode, and I'm also recording it on my iPad, my business purchase, you guys. Um, so if the quality is not amazing, it is filmed on an iPad, but I do think it's better than my phone, so this is what we're going with. Um, and I've tried to film the pod before... And didn't really love the way it looked, so we're trying something new. Okay, this is experimental, but I thought I'd try. Give it my all. Everything that we talked about last episode, you know, just just take that first step. And I think we'll just get into it. So, what happened to me last week? So, I went to my mom's... Um, to, I went to New York to celebrate my mom's 60th birthday. And that's why I didn't record a podcast, because I was traveling on the Friday or on the Thursday or something, and it was just not going to work out temporally and you know me and I don't love to pre-record the episodes for god knows why um like I should have done this week because it's coming out on Saturday when it should have been coming out on Friday anyway it's fine I basically went to New York to celebrate my mom's birthday with her and I was really happy about it it was a great experience honestly the way there I booked with Flixbus and the way there was fantastic no hiccups left on time got there on time got to near um Oops, I'm upset where I live there. Uh, got to wherever I live in Westchester, whatever. And on the way back, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to make the 8 p.m. bus because it was 7 o'clock and I have to take a train to the city and then take the subway to the bus stop and then take the bus. And it was at 8 p.m. and I wasn't going to make the 7 p.m. bus. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. Let me just book. I'm like, no, actually, this is what I w- was going through my brain, to be quite honest. I was like, where there's a will, there's a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. I'm going to get there. I don't know how. I don't know when, how, what forces are going to unite to get me there, but I'm going to get there. That was what was going through my brain. And I was like, my mom, like, trust me, it's going to be fine. And I get on the next train, right? And I'm like, okay, it says I'm arriving at the train station at 747 and I have an 8 p.m. bus and it is an 18 minute commute. No, 22 minute commute to the bus stop. I'm like, that math isn't mathing. So I'm like, okay, let me get the 810 bus. Still through the Flixbus website, might I add, or the app, whatever. I'm like, okay, I'll get the 810 bus. But this one was different from the original bus because it was powered by Greyhound. And so I'm like, okay, 810, this is going to work. I'm going to get there at 747. Then it's uh, actually this one was leaving from Penn State. Uh, no, not Penn Station. What's the other one? Port Authority. It's, it was going to leave from Port Authority, which is only a 10 minute commute. I'm like, oh my goodness, like my odds are looking so much better. And the the train arrived to the city early. So I arrived at like 743 or something like that instead of 47. I was like, time is on my side. The forces have united. This is amazing. And so I'm like stressed, you know, this entire time. Yet also trying to stay zen. You know that feeling where it's like, oh my God, what is going on? This isn't going to work. This, everything is working against me. But then at the same time, it's like, whatever happens, happens. It'll be fine. You know, 
whatever happens, happens. You know, I'm, I fly by the seat of my pants. You know, I'm going to be fine. It's going to, it's all going to, it's all going to be totally fine. Like, even if I don't make it, like, who knows? Like, maybe I'll to the 12 a.m. bus instead. Who knows? Like, it'll all be fine. And so I dilly-dally, well, not dilly-dally. I dilly-dally on the train. And then I get there and I rush to Port Authority, get there by eight o'clock, 8 p.m. I'm like, perfect. 10 minutes early. Went from being so late to 10 minutes early amazing on my time scale. I get in line, whatever. And then I check my phone and it says, okay, delayed to 9.30 p.m. I'm like, what was it all for? What was it all for? Like, why was I running? Anyway, I take this on the chest, you know. I'm like, that's totally, this is fine. We can move forward from this. It'll be fine. You know, it. an hour long, an hour and a half delay, that's fine, you know. It could be so much worse. It could be so much worse. So I sit down. I call my bestie. I call Amia, if you're listening. And I'm like, distract me. Distract me. Just tell me all of your stories about the weekend so far. Because it was Saturday night at this point. I'm like, tell me all of the deets, everything, all the characters. And you know that friend, that long distance friend. And you know all the characters in the story. I'm like, yep, yep. From that class, from that class, from this city. Yep, yeah, yep. So I'm eating this up. I'm sitting down. I'm on the phone. We're FaceTiming. And then... I'm like, okay, she's, she's like, I need to go. I'm sorry, I've been watching a lot of Gossip Girl, so I need to go. And I'm like, okay, bet, totally fine. Then I take another glance at my phone, right? I'm like, what, what does it say now? What is it saying now? It says delayed to 10.30 p.m. I'm like, you must be kidding. At this point, you know, you know, it's fine. You know, that's exactly, that was exactly my thought process. I was pissed. I was pissed. I was texting my roommate. I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm sitting on the floor of Port Authority. If you've been in Port Authority, it is not cute. It's not a cute spot. It is not gorgeous. It's not Gorgina. It's really, really dirty, I think is the overarching word. It's dirty in, in its people, in its in its aura, in its architecture, in its vibe. It's just dirty. I don't like it. And so I'm like, okay, whatever. 1030 is fine. You know, it was either that or getting the 12 a.m. bus, right? The 12 a.m. Flix bus. I'm like, okay, if that was my alternative, I'm still winning with a 10.30 bus. You know, it's still fine. And at this point, I didn't even want to tell my mom. She was so worried already that my bus was delayed at 9.30. I was not calling her immediately and saying, oh my God, it was delayed until 10.30. She calls me at about 10.15. And I'm like, oh no, no, no. Around 10.30, like 10.40, she calls me. And she's like, are you not on the way? I'm like, mm. so there was a, a little a little wrench thrown into the plans. And they did say that it was going to be delayed until 1030. She's like, Cindy, no, no, no. I'm like, Memo, it's fine. It's fine. Like, I'll be totally fine. You don't need to worry. No need to worry. I'm totally zen. You know, everything is fine. I'm inside. I'm safe. I'm around other people. And it really was fine. It really was fine. Until it wasn't. I'm kidding. <laughs> But it, it, it really was fine up until this point. And so I'm, she's really upset. I'm like, it's, it's totally fine. I'm resilient. I'm a survivor. And so 10.30 comes, 10.30 goes. 11 o'clock comes and goes. At 11.15, I hear little words buzzing about in our line that we're now standing in, that I have now been standing in for an hour. Because before that, I was sitting, chilling. I finished my book, Midnight Library. 10 out of 10 recommend also. Never, don't think I ever gave an update on that. Loved that book. And also kind of ties into today's topic. But we'll get into that later. 
At 11.15, I hear words going around. It's been canceled. I'm like, what? You must be kidding. What do you mean canceled? Keep in mind, it is Saturday night and I had a bus for 8 p.m. to arrive in Boston at 1 a.m. I was already pushing it because I had an 8 a.m. shift on Sunday morning. But I was like, that's totally fine. I've gone to work on less sleep before. I'll get at least a good six hours, five hours max. Like, I'll, I'll get a good five hours of sleep. It'll be totally fine. You know, I've done it before. The 810 bus was actually supposed to arrive even sooner. It was predicted to arrive at 1240 a.m. Now it is 1115 and I have not left the city. I'm like, what am I meant to do here? And so I curse at my fate. I'm like, you must be kidding. And we're all like getting mad. And keep in mind, like they didn't, they didn't let us know anything. Like all they said was like still 1030. There was no sort of updates or we're sorry or nothing. And so a lot of people start filtering towards the Greyhound information desk and word on the street is that he's just yelling at people saying, I just started working here. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. Go talk to someone else. And it's like a 10% refund or store credit, if you will, like get buy, spend the money on another ticket. I am not going on another Greyhound bus. I'm sorry, but no. And we're all in line talking to each other like delusional because at this point we've all been waiting for three hours in this Port Authority basement on the floor or standing the entire time. And so we're all like talking to each other. And eventually I meet this couple, this Turkish couple, and they're like, okay, we booked the 1235 bus with Greyhound. We just like switched it for this one. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay. And then I get on my phone, two tickets left. Okay. I got a ticket. Then this other woman, I must divine that she must have been German. I don't know what she was, but she had a really thick accent. I will always remember that. German or Russian, something like that. You know, those thick accents. And she goes, I'm on the Greyhound website and there is no 1235 bus. I think they're selling a ticket that doesn't exist. And I'm like, at this point, I'm not surprised. So we're all looking on the website. First bus out is 535 a.m. That's the first bus out. And I'm like, okay. Now, this isn't looking too good. So I hop back onto my Flixbus little app and I look for the one soonest that is not powered by Greyhound, which is the 410 a.m. bus. And I'm like, okay, this bus is scheduled to arrive at 8 a.m. I have work at 8 a.m. Let's all do the math. The math isn't mathing. And I'm like, okay, perfect. And me and this Turkish couple are now like, what do we do? It's their first time in New York, come to find out later on. And I'm like, okay, well, we can't stay here, you guys. And we kind of all decide to stick together because I had told them that it was my mother's birthday and I was just a girl and I like just needed to get to work and I like couldn't believe this was happening. I was like, I'm just a girl. Like, I just wanted to spend my mom's birthday with her. And the girl's like, oh my God, it was my birthday yesterday. And so we bonded over this. And then I'm like, guys, Let's let's ditch Port Authority, Hellscape, and let's instead go to, now hold while I butcher this, the Mowinian Train Hall, Mohenian Train Hall, Moynihan Train Hall. I don't know what it's called. Um, yeah, I don't know what it's called. But if you look that up, M-O-Y-H-I-N-A-N-H Train Hall, something like that. Basically, it's the Amtrak station 
for the city and it is beautiful. I went to Skidmore to visit my friend and landed myself in this spot and I was like this is literally an airport like it's a beautiful and I love airports something about me I love an airport and I felt like I was in an airport so I was like you guys I know this safe haven and it is but five minutes away but five a five minute walk away and so they're all like oh my goodness let's go let's go you know let's go we don't know where else to go their their only other option was to book a hotel just to leave at three in the morning it just wasn't gonna be worth it so we're like okay let's go and also I can't go back to the to my town mind you because by the time that I get there and come back as well as the fact that there's no trains back to the city at three in the morning um I had no other options so we all go to the train hall and we sit down in this like really gorgeous place but there's no seating and we sit on the floor and then we start chatting and we start chatting and we end up having a really nice conversation about just our lives and our educations and comparing the American education system to the Turkish education system as well as healthcare and how private schools in the U.S. work and how that's not really a thing in Turkey and we have a lot of these comparisons to draw between the two cultures and we're having a really nice conversation. I'm called my mother at this point. She's so upset. I'm like this is it's fine. I tell her I'm with this Turkish couple. Immediately she's like okay thank God, like, thank God, because, I mean, as a woman, at 12 a.m. in a foreign city, I mean, it is my home, but, (laughs) you know, like, I'm not home home, so, like, just, like, with my bags and stuff, it just wasn't a good look, so she was very upset and very worried, rightfully so, I believe, but, you know, being with this nice, you know, educated, very, um, kind couple, you know, she was, she was relieved and comforted by those that matter, And so we end up, (laughs) guys, the story's almost over. (laughs) We end up loitering the city, um, the city streets, because the Moinian train hall closed at 1 a.m. So at 1 a.m. we're like, okay, they've kicked us out now. So then we go to Penn Station because it was across the street. They're like, you have to go to Penn Station if you're waiting for your train. Um, We're closing the hall. Like, don't know what to tell you. And I'm like, guess they to keep it this clean they, they got to clean it you know so we're like okay well we pack up our stuff and we go and we go across the street to Penn Station Penn Station is giving it's giving Port Authority you know just a step above but it's giving Port Authority we sit down maybe 15 minutes into our sit down I send an email to my boss saying I'm going to be late I'm going to be late I'm going to show up at 11 a.m maybe and um we get kicked out again lo and behold shocking I know we get kicked out and then they're like um you can go downstairs. After I'm like, but our bus is at 4 a.m. He's like, uh, okay, fine, go downstairs. Downstairs is basically the subway. It's a subway station of Penn Station, and it's not, it's not cute. You know, it's a, it's a station, it's a subway station, subway stop, whatever. And, like, all the food shops there are, like, shut down. It's, it's really not giving. And then we're, we contemplate having a seat again, but it's just not looking like it's going to be our vibe. <laughs> And so we end up trying to find this 24-hour cafe, which we don't end up reaching because along the way, we stumble upon McDonald's 24 hours, which was only the case for like Friday and Saturday nights. We were like, thank you, Lord. And so we have a seat and on our way there and while we are there, we have a lot of run-ins with a lot of different types of people, drunken people, homeless people. And honestly, 
just a lot to chat about, a lot to talk about. And I tried to do some work. I was delusional at this point. I think it was 1.30 in the morning, 2 a.m. No, I think it was like 1 a.m. to like 1, 1 a.m. to 1.30 a.m. And we still have another two and a half hours to like waste. And at this point, you know, I realized that there's no there's no use in like being so angry. And I'd realized this a lot sooner. And I realized I was kind of having to um, communicate this with the Turkish couple because you could just tell that they wanted to be so angry and they wanted to be so, you know, upset. But I was preaching this whole, okay, guys, there's nothing we can do. At least we have each other. At least we're safe and clothed and have our stuff. And at least we found this McDonald's. You know, at least we found this station. At least, at least, at least, at least we have our our books, our, our tickets booked. You know, and then it kind of got me thinking on the whole attachment we often have to outcomes and end to the story we ended up making it onto the bus safe thank god and they didn't cancel on us Flixbus, you have my heart if you want to sponsor me please do i love you greyhound die that's all i have to say on that um and they also did give me in for a refund for that other thing because i booked through Flixbus. i i send a prayer to those who booked through the greyhound website May the odds be ever in your favor because you're not going to win with that. But we end up getting on the bus. It's all fine. And I go to work in the morning at 10 a.m. Even though I said I was going to go at 11, I wasn't able to take a nap. I slept the whole way through the bus. So it was honestly, it was honestly fine. And I got my three hours and 50 minutes of sleep. I literally, I shut my eyes in New York, opened them at like the rest stop for maybe 30 seconds, closed them, opened them. And I was at the station scrambling to get off. I was like, okay. It's my stop. Um, But it really got me thinking on the whole detachment that we need to have on outcomes because so easily throughout this entire night, this eight hour period that I spent from 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. holding my wits about me, trying to keep my wits about me. And I feel like the biggest tool in being able to surmount that obstacle was just a detachment of the outcome. I was very much just trying to stay in the very, very present moment. What am I doing absolutely right now? Not what am I doing in an hour because God knows where that was going to be spent, knowing that the train hall was going to close in like half an hour after having taken a seat of repose, not knowing what I was going to do when the bus got canceled, not knowing what we were going to do when we got kicked out of Penn Station. You know, there were so many what ifs and so many unknowns And it was so easy to get so upset and so angry and get so hateful. But instead, I found myself able to hold this openness within me and just kind of release the attachment of how am I going to get home? It's just that I will get home eventually. And how can I enjoy my time while I wait, essentially? And I feel like that can be applied to so many other things. Because I had such wonderful conversations with this Turkish couple and they were so kind and we took a little selfie right before we split off into the bus and they still texted me the next day saying we hope that your work at your day at work was okay and it was just so nice to have gained this connection out of such a horrible situation and that's so often the case and that's a huge tool to use in our day-to-day lives because for example... I was unable to go to school for about a year or, yeah, about a year back in 2021, I want to say, 2022. I don't even know at this point. 
But instead of being like, oh my God, cursed thy name, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't yelling, shouting, screaming about not being able to go. I instead pivoted and started this podcast. And that's kind of been my reprieve in continuing my education and furthering my, you know, mental growth. And it's led me down so many paths that I wouldn't have otherwise reached had I not been posed with that obstacle of not being able to go to school. There's so many silver linings in so many different situations, and there are so many people out there with so much less than we have that we often take for granted the smallest things in the world, like knowing that you're going to be able to go home tonight and lay in your bed is a huge, huge privilege. And whatever you do with your day, whether it was productive or unproductive or you got stolen from, or you won the lottery, you know, all of that are all different outcomes that are going to be possible at any given moment, but you can't attach yourself to that outcome to the point where you lose the experience of the present. And I also feel like tying it into the Midnight Library, which I've spoken about it a couple weeks ago, I believe, but it's essentially following this character who is heavily, heavily depressed and attempts to take her own life And she gets shoved into this library within her subconscious where she meets her old elementary school librarian and each book in the library is a different outcome to what her life could have been. And in some, she is a rock star, world star, millionaire, and in others, she's homeless. In one life, her family is dead. You know, her parents, her brother, all of them are dead. In another, they're all together you know, or, well, not altogether because, you know, their deaths weren't part of her control. But, you know, the, the idea was that every single choice she made leads to a different outcome. And the idea behind the library is that it's infinite. There are infinite amount of choices and infinite amount of outcomes, and you just simply can't attach yourself to the outcome. The idea is to be mindful within each present choice and just see what is the next right step. And that's kind of what got me through last week. And I think it's a really great tool just for life in general. So I thought I'd bring it to your guys' table. And bringing back this book that I've been reading called The Creative Act, A Way of Being by Rick Rubin, I already read a quote from it in the last episode, but I'm going to read another. And this book is amazing, you guys. I'm almost done. But I'm really, it's its a light read, so I really like to take my time because I know if I just sat and read it, I would be done in like two hours. So, but it's also really dense in lessons, so I like to take my time. But here's the quote. The outcome is not the outcome. The darkness is not an endpoint, nor is the daylight. They live in a continually unfolding, mutually dependent cycle. Neither is bad or good. They simply exist. Now, this quote is placed in the chapter um, regarding, what does it say, connected detachment. And, of course, this book is routed towards the creativity route. You know, it's about creativity and being not attached to the outcome. But life in itself is a very creative act. You know, every choice you make is almost like a different stroke you, you make on the board or on the canvas or whatever. And so I thought it would be a really good quote to share and kind of went with the lessons of this week's episode. But yeah, you guys, I think that's all I have for today. And I hope that you didn't mind this no cut 
type of idea for the episode. I just thought it would be easier for me to edit with the video aspect, but, you know, please let me know what your thoughts were. I hope I didn't move my hand too much because this time I don't have a stand, so I just kept having to hold it, but, you know, those are all technicalities for me to worry about, but just let me know if you liked the episode and if you liked the video, and feel free to reach out at Pod on Instagram and TikTok and Sydney Jotita, D-J-O-T-I-T-A. It's in the YouTube username if you look that up. Um, and I'll link it in the description of this week's episode when I post the video. But thank you for coming, you guys. I really, really appreciate the support and I love to see when you guys come back for more. And please leave a review if you like it or if you don't. If you like it, that would be slightly better and more favorable for me. But that's okay. Like... I- I'm not attached to the outcome, you know, it's all about the journey. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye.